As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Welcome to the Balk Talk Podcast on NBCSportsBayArea.com. Introducing your host, NBC Sports Bay Area's Jessica Kleinschmidt. Welcome back to another episode of Bok Talk presented by Wendy's. Any time of the day is Baconator time. Baconator in the AM with the Wendy's breakfast Baconator. Yep, all that bacon. Now for breakfast. Try this one this morning. Free with any in-app purchase. Always be Baconating at participating U.S. Wendy's. Chadwick. (laughs) (laughs) Good job, good job. You didn't mess it up. Thank you. So today, there is no, I don't need an intro for this guy. Um, I'm here with Giant Catcher. Chadwick Trump, you're back with the Giants. So thanks for joining me today. And how are you on this fine? I guess it's afternoon for you, but how's it going over there? Yes. Um, uh, hi, hi everybody. Um, I appreciate you for having me on, on this on this episode. This is, this is awesome. Um, I'm doing great. I'm very, very excited to be back with the Giants. Um, I had no doubt that this is where I want to be. And hey, man, if I if I tell you one thing about Aruba, it wouldn't be enough. Like it's amazing here. It's 85 degrees, sunny. I'm five minutes from the beach. Like I can't ask for more. You know what I'm saying? So I, I know you have like a palm tree on your shirt. Like you're. Oh like, look, yeah. I'm always you see. Living. It's it. always. Always. I Not love to. that. Well, we're very excited to have you back in the bay. Me personally, because you're just the greatest. But I'm I'm curious just. You had your major league debut last season, and I feel like it was such a whirlwind of a week for you. You get the call up, you play, you actually like have a strong week at the plate, and then homeboy gets a text from the prime minister of Aruba. <laughs> like what? So tell me about that week when you got the call up, and you just and I feel like when you ca- you casually mentioned that the prime minister of Aruba texted you. So how how was that week for you during your MLB debut? Right, man. Like you said, it was a wild ride, you know. Um, but I was, like I said, I was extremely grateful. It was crazy, actually, because um, so right before the season started, I uh, tweaked my hamstring when we were playing the ace in the exhibition match. So, you know, my season got delayed a little bit. So I was just rehabbing that. And then um, Cap called me and just, you know, made it official. Um, so, you know, here I go. I'm calling home. People are going crazy at home because you know, just everybody understands how invested you the are. The community was really behind you, yeah. Yes, yes. Like, it's just such a small community, like, you know, but everybody's, like, very, very aware of what's going on. So, um, like you said, um, have a great week at the play. We win a lot of games that week, actually, too, which is the most important thing. And then I got the text from the from the prime minister. It was a prime minister and um, the minister of tourism and sports. Wow. So I got a text, like, random text, like, hey, man, um, Congratulations on getting the call up. Like well, me and um, the prime minister is a lady, by the way. She's uh, her name is um, um, Evelyn, but we call her Evelyn. So it's okay. like Evelyn. So um, yeah, they were like, "Yo, we're very proud of you," and this and this and that. And actually, I went to their office when I when I came here. So I actually went over there and, and talked to the to the minister of tourism and sports and, and got some recognition. So 
um, all that has been awesome. I mean, just awesomeness. It's amazing. And and you mentioned Xander, Xander Bogarts. You said that you two are the only ones in Major League Baseball ever. Is it ever from Aruba? No, no, no. I think no, no, no. It's not ever. Well, we're, I'm the sixth. So he's okay. He's that's fifth, still I'm a low sixth. number, Chadwick. That's great. Yes, yes, yes. It's still a low number, but we're trying to change it. You know, trying to get more people to go there. Yeah, and and you told me earlier today you were being kind of a motivational speaker with some kids, and I see some photos on your Instagram of that. You want to give back, and you're so genuine about it. So, what are some of these things that you tell kids? And I mean, you told me before we pressed record, like never grow up and you, you did call yeah. me a clown, which is true, <laughs> but I'm curious, like, why is it important to you to like, A, to maintain that fun, you know, attitude and yeah, cause, kids? Cause, um, so obviously like, the, like let's start with the kids, right? So when I was, uh, when I grew up, um, so the four people that were here before uh, me and Xander, like they were, they were very like older. So when I was growing up, they weren't really like, um, they were really open about things. You know how like um, baseball, it didn't used to be like this. You know, it used to be more like just baseball interview and that's it. But yeah. for me, now that we have a bigger platform, um, I, I feel like it's very important for me to teach the next generation mm -hmm. and the next generation because um, they're the future. And But the future is now. A lot of people, I, I feel like, don't understand that. Like whenever we talk about the future, we got to think of now going towards the future, not think of the future. So for me, it's very important to show them that nothing is impossible. Um, there are no dreams that are too big, second of all. Um, and then I feel like um, they have a, we have a culture here where we're such a small island with not as much resources as other big countries. So I feel like every time somebody would say no to them, um, their minds automatically be become like, okay, well, he's right. Then I can't do anything because, well, I live in an island, this and that. Like, no, man, like, it's not like that. Like, you, can, you need to go chase your dreams. Like, I always tell them I've been to a lot of trials, like more than 30, 40 trials before I got signed. Yeah. And they don't, they need to understand that. So that's why I go to the schools and talk to a big group of kids. Um, I, besides that, I always, I also have a baseball camp where I'm teaching kids. I've been doing it for four years. Um, and they look up to me. And I feel like it's very important for them to have a role model where they can follow and um, realize that it's possible that it's not it's not that you know it's not that hard if you actually put some effort and dedication behind it so yeah um and to go back on the fun part i, I see the thing is like my, that's just my personality like i'm always happy like always like good vibes only that's like my yes. motto and um i just feel like um when that, whatever you're doing if you do it with love it, it will always love you back easier so so I feel like that's just like how I go about things. So, um, I mean, you can ask anybody, man. Like I try to like um, immediately bring light to myself and to everybody around me. And I feel like that helps, that helps a lot of people, not just in baseball, but in real life too. It helps a lot, man. If you have a good attitude every day, it's, it's hard for people to get in your head and stuff like that. So that's where I got that from. I love that. I absolutely love that. I'm right there with you. And I, <clears throat> I'm often on the other side of, of podcasts too. And it's, it's more than just how I approach the game, the games, right? It's, if you wake up and you're saying like, I'm gonna have a good day, you're going to have a good day. And you know, I'm the same way. I, I mean, I didn't have tryouts for anything, but I've been told no a million times. And I, I'm glad I did because it's very humbling and it, it changes everything. And I love that about you. Um, so I want to, ask about or who was actually the first person you texted after Gabe Kapler said 
hey, you're making your big league debut? Uh, it was actually my girlfriend because because uh, uh, I have a kid now. So uh -huh. I have a, a one-year-old. So uh -huh. I wanted to see him first thing. So I wanted to, to make sure that, you know, because he was like so motivating to me also during the last year um, coming off surgery that I had in 2018. He was born in 19. So all that came together. Um, and then after that was, was my family, man. Like everybody just basically my family, the whole thing. Like I would call her FaceTime everybody and they were just waiting in the in the kitchen. Like in here in the kitchen, everybody was just waiting for the call, waiting for the call. And as soon as I called, everybody started yelling. It was a, the next thing that I started, yeah, the next thing you know, by the evening, it was everybody knew. Everybody found out. It was the word got out so quick, but but it was like I said, it was it was awesome and I really, really appreciate the support. And um I'm sure you heard all my interviews. I hold Aruba very dearly to yeah. my heart because I love I love these people, man. Um, you come here one day, you'll have an amazing time. Oh, I and I life. you definitely put on a pedestal for me. So there, that's definitely true. There, um, this the season for the Giants was was really fun, and and that's one word to describe it. But you were all y'all were also kind of a wild card, and not in the definition of like a wild card team. But you had this playoff push and you were really funny on these interviews saying like, hey, it's an even year, like don't mess with us. And you <laughs> that success. And it was because that you guys were, weren't messing around and uh, the ending kind of sucked, don't get me wrong. But what was it like to be part of that playoff push? Um, because it seemed like, you know, a lot of success was coming out of that team. Yes, um, like I said, man, we've, we've lost a lot of tough games this year. I mean, I can... I can tell you how many times we, I went to the hotel and I'm thinking like, man, we should have had this game. Man, we could have had this game. Like it happened so much, but just to, for my first year, like I couldn't be more grateful because I understood what it was like for, for a team to make a playoff push. Yeah. And uh, I think so because of COVID, right? So we have a short season, you know, but as a player, a playoff, playoffs is still playoffs. Like you still want to win a championship no matter what. So I think having the short season made a lot of teams like able to make the playoffs for a playoff push. So I feel like that helped me a lot. And that put us in a position where we couldn't make the playoffs. And for me to be in that environment, especially with all the guys pushing for each other and making sure that everybody's on the right page, everybody's doing the right thing, accountability for everybody. I mean, the whole thing was just amazing. I remember when we were in LA, we just, we lost on a walk-off and we had an eight and 16 record. And uh, that was probably like, that was when things started turning around. So that day, and um, I'm going to share this. So uh, we, and we had that evening, we had a conversation. Um, it was me, Cap, and a couple and, and, and the coaches, um, my catching coach and uh, Alyssa. So um, we had a conversation. And it was very, very awesome because we barely even talked about baseball. But yeah. it, for, some, for some reason, it just... I don't know. That's just because when I think of the season, I always think like, what was the turning point? And for me, after it was after that, after we talked, like, I don't know. But after that, we, everybody just, I don't know what it was, but we, it became something special, like from eight and 16, all the way to almost making the playoffs. So um, it was very fun, right? These, these guys are amazing. Those people yeah. are awesome. Yeah. And it's, it's funny that you mentioned that, like how you and Kapler wouldn't even talk about baseball because I had Vossler on this week. And when he was trying, when Kapler and the Giants were trying to recruit Vossler, he even said like, 
we didn't even talk about baseball and you know don't get me wrong baseball's our job like we both get paid to work in baseball but a lot of times you have to think about things outside of, of baseball and you mentioned Alyssa and she of course did some amazing things with that and to know that that was a turning point and baseball was even barely spoken about and I love yeah. that it's amazing yeah. Yeah, like I said, it was, it was awesome. It was it was a long conversation. We got we had some good food. It was uh, it was awesome, man. All those the, the whole coaching staff is amazing, right? I mean, we lost Catsy to to the White Sox, which yeah. is um, good for him, you know, because he's a pitching coach now. But like like I said, everybody was it was a good group put together, and um, we were making a playoff push. It was it was serious. We were serious about about stuff. Yeah, it was it was. And we're gonna be even more serious next year. Yes, absolutely. I love that. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. And obviously you're a catcher and, you know, being a catcher in the Giants organization, I feel like it's maybe outside looking in, it's a little bit extra pressure. One of the best catchers of all time in Buster Posey. So I feel like when you're at that position and you have somebody of that caliber, that's kind of, I guess, I mean, carried that position through decade, I mean, a decade, right? And then winning all these World Series championships. I feel like you're not one to take that for granted. So how do you learn from a guy like Buster Posey? And do you feel like there's an extra set of responsibility playing at that position in that organization? 100% because, uh, I mean, not only that position, but catcher in general is, uh, is for me, the, the most important position because of all it's the stuff that we do off the screen. It's very underappreciated, yes. Yeah. Um, um, and, but like, like you said, learning from Buster, when I came into camp in February, it was, um, it's just the little things, like just, playing catch with Buster or just listening. Like if you listen to how he speaks about stuff, you will learn so much. But I always feel like this. Um, if you really want to know something, you got to go get it. Like it's never going to come to you unless you really like push and make sure. So, and it's been strange. I was always like, trying to walk around him just, just to see, just to listen what he says. You know, it could be anything. We could yeah. be shagging. We could be doing catching drills. We could be doing anything. Every information that comes out of his mouth is very valuable. Yeah. Because um, like you said, three-time World Series champion. It's so hard to win one. It's extremely hard to win two. <laughs> to win three and in five years, I mean, you know, like it's, that's amazing. Like yeah. you don't see that often. And coming to the Giants, it's funny because me and my agent, we were talking about it and he was like, this is the Giants, you know, right? And I was like, yeah, I know. And he was like, all right, go get him. And I was like, I will. And it was just like he, him telling me that just um, it was just to reiterate the importance that the people of San Francisco have for the catch because of Buster Posey. And he's been such a pillar here. He's been amazing. He's been awesome. Even in summer camp um, for a little bit, he came for a little bit and then he left. But like every piece of information that was said was I every information I got it and put it in my head. You're a little Yeah. Yes, you gotta be. You gotta be. So um, I'm very excited to go back and and um, work with him next year. Um, and like I said, it's, it's just it's gonna keep going because um, 
just the way he acts, like his professionalism and everything is just, it's what you want your catcher to be. Yeah, he uh, just, I, I finally got to meet him officially in person, I think a year ago. Well, actually, that wasn't a year ago, it was before spring training, which feels like eight years ago. And he's low-key yes. too. He'll, he'll like kind of throw some jabs at you and you're like, yeah. <laughs> did Buster Posey really say that? And you're kind of like, all right. <laughs> like I said, you got to. <laughs> but he'll say some stuff and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yes, because, I mean, yeah, because like, then again, because of his status and because of his, you know, a lot of people maybe think like, um, oh, well, maybe he's too serious or maybe he's something, but man, he's, he's awesome. He's, he's great. Like I said, you, you, you hang around a lot, you yeah. don't have a lot. <laughs> Yeah, and it's really cool though, because like one minute you're like asking him something serious, because you know the infield was redone um, with for the at Oracle Park right before the season, but like and it was um, some spongy turf that was thrown in, and I was like, oh, did they do that behind the plate too? He's like, no, like I didn't get anything. He went from doing something serious to then like he'll go off about something, and I'm like, oh, okay, like you and I grow up, cool, awesome. I love that because he doesn't like skip a beat. Kind of like thrown off and it's and it's great but he like blew me away and so when he opted out i was like what a hero what a legend it was it was fantastic so i'm so it's so awesome you get to learn from somebody like that um another guy who really impressed me this past season was gabe kapler you've talked about him a little bit and he really blew me away and not just from what he did, did as a manager but a lot of the off the field stuff black lives matter was huge for me to see how he yeah. took it and to do it in such a liberal area he like was amazing what's it like playing underneath the guy like gabe kapler in both you know on the field and off the field stuff um gabe is gabe is, is if i can say one word about it, it would be he's awesome like the conversations that we have it all starts with the conversations that we have like the the minor details uh, like you were saying he um we're playing baseball every day so whenever you have a conversation with him it it doesn't have to be about baseball it can be about anything else and he'll be completely like open with it and just like when i was playing for him it just it felt like i was well it felt like i wasn't playing for him it, play, it felt like i was playing with him oh. and i feel like that's very very important because of all the meetings that we have everything it was always involved as much as you can um like i said very very involved and i feel like as a player you i like that i like that because the way that he was so and off the field i mean just true professional man he's he's been in the game long enough he knows what he's talking so um you gotta listen to him when he talks you gotta make sure he accepts all the information very straightforward um doesn't bullshit so excuse the expression um i've never but, ever cussed in my life chadwick how dare you <laughs> i'm so offended no my but, yeah. producer's only my producer only listens to my podcast you can get rid of the bleeping get rid of the cussing like that's the old his <laughs> it's fine Continue. okay it's no awesome. but yeah no like but like i said man you know and he um he he loves winning and that's something that I love about him too, because I also I hate losing. Like yeah. I, I'm a sore loser. I don't I don't care to say it because um, my whole life here, like a small island, so you're always one of the best players. Yeah. So you're always going on the national team. You're probably always the best player on the national team, and your national team's always winning. So it's like you go there, and then I'm starting professional baseball. It's like so tough to win games. So you lose, and I'm like I'm a sore loser, and he's. A, doesn't like to lose either. So 
for me, it was important to understand that he didn't like losing, and it made me it made the relationship a little better. But I mean, he's I can't wait to see how he's gonna be in the future, like how much better he's gonna get. Yeah, and I feel like it was the perfect season to see what he was made of, and he passed with flying colors. Not that there was a test, but I was definitely curious to see what he'd do and. Um, he even handled, you know, the, the Brandons really well and, you know, with a team with young guys and yeah, so I'm, I'm so excited to see what he has in 2021. So I'm glad that you learned so much from him. Um, yeah. being a catcher though, who are some of the most tough pitchers to catch? I know you were, you're kind of Cueto's boy. Did you get Rogers at all? Cause I'm always curious about those submariners. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Rogers is a, yeah. I, yeah. Cueto, I, um, I have a really good relationship with Cueto, um, I feel like because I um, I met Quayle when I was with the Reds, mm-hmm. so that's the first time I actually caught him. He does not remember, but I caught him. And, and <laughs> I remember when uh, yeah I was I would just got signed and stuff. So I believe um, you. I believe that you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but and then I, it's just I mean I don't know I just I I I I feel like because I speak Spanish also it helps a little bit. Yeah. You know, like it's more comfortable with it with all like. Like during the games, I don't know if I should say this, but during the games, we would like give, I would give him sign in Spanish. Like I would tell him the sign in Spanish before I put anything down. Just little stuff that you, right. you got to do. You got to do to win games. It's, so, a, it's a good it's bonding thing too. Yeah, he trusts 100%. you. Yeah. But if you, Rogers is yes, but that dude is nasty. Like, yeah. I don't know if you know, but some Marines are hard to hit. I mean, I, 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 I don't this. even want to try. No, no, thank you. <laughs> I will tell you this. They throw, every time Rodgers throw, he, um, it's always 82 miles per hour. Yeah. But as a catcher, you feel like that thing is coming at 91 miles per hour. Like, it's coming so fast. Yeah. Like, and everything is the exact opposite. Yeah. But it's interesting for sure. Yeah, I'll watch him. I'm like, how, how are you doing that? But I can't stop watching him is the thing. Like, even, even if I'm on an A's game, I will put my other screen up I'm like cool 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 calm down Loriano Rogers is on the mound right now so that's like I love watching a pitch so funky and weird it's yeah it's weird the weirdness everybody everybody likes that and he's actually he's very good so it's a plus plus for him yeah especially when you're like used to and then like he comes out you're like damn here we go um but are you pro or con I think I know the answer Cueto shimmy do you like the pro I'm pro. Great. I'm pro. Uh, sometimes I will tell him. So um, I'll be like, I'll give him a sign and I'll be like, and he will be like, okay, sure. So he will, he will do it. And then I'm serious. Hey, 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 because <laughs> sometimes like, like, you know, you're pitching. So you're actually very focused. Right. And he's been doing it for a long time. So like, like pitches like that, you don't need to tell him too much. Like you don't need to tell him. They know what they're doing. Like you gotta, you know, let them do the thing, but I'm here for a reinforcement. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm him extension of him. Yeah. So, so I'm always, so I throw it out there. And the first time I did it and he was like, he looked at me like <laughs> did you just stand with the shimmy? And I was like, uh, yeah. Chadwick, that's like and a baller like, move. You told Johnny Quaid to shimmy like that. And yeah. It was like, yeah. And then, and then it, it, he actually, he did the shimmy and he struck the dude out. So imagine, but see, it, it worked. If the dude hit a homer, he probably would have come with the dog. I'd be like, yo, don't tell me ever. Don't to shimmy ever. Again. Then we now we know. Now we know not to tell him to shimmy from now on, but it worked. Just so exactly. it worked. So I kept I kept doing it and it became a thing. So and he liked it, which is which is which is awesome. So 
Well, it was funny because I was covering him. This is before I was with NBC. I was with MLB.com and he, I don't know where he was practicing. <clears throat> I'm assuming it was, with, it was um, at Oracle Park and he was practicing with his kids and one of his sons was like sh doing the shimmy too. I was like, and it, it, it looked literally like a mini version and I would watch it over and over and over again. And Dwayne was just sitting on like the, the tarp, just chilling while his son's throwing. And I'm like, such a, like a mood. I love it. And it was, it was a really yeah. cool, this little mini Quato doing it. And you know, it was, it was great. Are you faithful to the Bay? 49ers 2021 season tickets are available now and locations are filling up quickly. Lock in your seats with a deposit today to secure your spot for next season. For more information, visit 49ers.com slash season tickets. I feel like the offense last season, you just particularly, you know, you have Mike Yastrzemski hitting bombs with two strikes, ice in his veins, you know, Dickerson not doing great at the DH position. Ruff did really well. Do you think the hitting coaches are getting enough credit? Because I feel like the offense was really, really great. Dickerson mentioned that, like, he feels like the offense is put together. Do you think that's one thing y'all don't need to work on? Because I feel like the hitting was really well. Yes, and um, I, I don't, I don't think, I don't, I, I think the hitting coach could get the coaches could get a little more credit. To be honest with you, they do an amazing job. Whether it's getting us ready. Um, so much work has been putting in that has been put in before the games that we're just all the details, all the, the analytical stuff, like just things that get you ready for the game. And I feel like they keep it so simple and for us to execute it. So whenever the game comes, I feel like that has a lot to do. Don't get me wrong. We are a talented bunch, so we can hit. Every one of us can hit, but their, their information made it easier for us. And um, even, even I struggled a little bit during the season, but, for me, I was the thing that I was happy the most is I made an adjustment so quick that for me, if I was a long season, I would have been extremely happy that I made that adjustment so quick. Right. But because it was a short season, it's, it's a little tougher, you know, because the season ends and then you make an adjustment. Okay, bam, the season ends. Right. But coming back on the, on the, on the offense, um, we're going to be even better next year. It's just going to keep getting better because um, the work that's been put in since spring training all the way to the season. It's been amazing from everybody involved. Yeah, and I feel like that's what that's the secret sauce, right? Is is I mean, I'm covering y'all, you players for so long. A lot of times it's simple. It's not complicated. You don't have to retrain your swing or anything like that. Because I've noticed when y'all are overthinking things, that's when, or when you try to throw a strike or you try to hit a certain way, that's when things go awry. And so I like that you have somebody in your corner who reminds you just to keep it simple because that ultimately can lead to so I think that's great. Um, obviously, you played for the Reds. I'm a huge Joey Votto fan. You said you couldn't. I can see. This, yeah, like it's just a license plate with his name on it. <laughs> Where did you get that? Where did you get that? Okay, so one of my best friends, she is the reason why I, I discovered Joey Votto. And she used to live in California. So that's her old license plate. She just moved to Kansas and she gave it to me when she sold her car. And so now I have it and, you know. I like it. Yeah, it's I great, like it. right? It's um, awesome, yeah. You couldn't, and I met him before, it was great. And I even told him I was a fan, it wasn't weird at all. But you said that you have a Joey Votto story. You're not sure if you can reveal the specific story, but no. <laughs> that's fine. What about him do you need to tell the public as to why I adore him so much? 
because he's bold. He is the boldest person. <laughs> he will make you laugh so much because if you if you just stand around him and just hear the stuff that he talks, yeah, it, it's crazy. There's uh, a <laughs> so me and Joe we used to play FIFA when I was with the Reds. Okay. So, fun fact: he never beat me, but. This, he, yeah, he never beat me. Oh, that. I have I to tweet that, Chadwick. That's, yeah. that's <laughs> <No>. huge. <laughs> that is huge. But it was funny because I come in, so, you know, I come in, it's my first year in Biggie Camp. So, you know, we play FIFA and I beat him and he tied me once and I beat him, whatever. So there's one time I go to the field and uh, I said, what's up, Joey? No response. Like, absolutely no response. <laughs> like, not. Like, during the, the day is going, like, we can keep going and, you know, he's working out, whatever. But doesn't look at me, nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing. And then I started realizing. And uh, so keep in mind, nothing, nothing yeah. during the whole day. And I'm in my room at night and I'm just chilling. And I get on my PlayStation, I get a, a message. You want to play a game? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, this dude doesn't say anything to me during the whole day. Doesn't look at me, doesn't talk to me. I'm sitting in my room at night and he just texts me on PlayStation, like, down for a game. And I'm like, and <laughs> I start dying laughing. But that's just who he is. It's just, it's all, it's, I die laughing because it was so funny for me. Yeah. Because, it's, <laughs> and I beat him too. And he, yeah, it was, so, it was so funny. To this day, he has not beaten you in FIFA. He has not. He tied me once. I, I, I can say, it. I have proof. I got a, re but hold on, that's not what it is. I got receipts. You have, show the receipts. <laughs> I got screenshots <laughs> when it comes to, I feel like with men and video games, it's, it's insane. Like I, it's, so if you, if you, if he's quiet to you, that's, that's pretty intense, but no, that's yeah. a, that's a bit, you cannot get that stat on baseball reference, Chadwick. That's amazing. <laughs> Yo, and keep in mind, the first time I play him, I'm like, and he says, Hey man, like, you know, I play people too. Like, Let's play a game. Yeah. I will not kid you. I spent a whole evening practicing for like a week before I told him, okay, I'm ready. Like I was just practicing okay. like the whole the whole evening. I take three hours and just play as much games and like as many games as I can. Just to make sure that I'm not losing to the to him. And I did it. So you did it. But it was so funny. It, it was so funny. I came in so excited. Like, you know, I played, I just played FIFA with Joey. Like it's it's amazing. I come in, hey Joey. Nothing like the whole day. Yeah. Nothing. I mean, nothing. It was awesome. I wonder if he'll ever admit that he never beat you. Maybe uh, one day in the near future, if I ever interview him again, like in the middle of something important, like, oh, congrats on your Hall of Fame induction. Do you remember? I want to be. I want to be live for that. I I'll make sure. I'll make sure you're like hidden in a corner somewhere. I'm like, oh yeah, great, cool Hall of Fame. That's great, Cooperstown. Hey, Chadwick Trump's here. Do you remember how <laughs> the whole FIFA thing? Tell me more about. It. He's like putting on his jacket, like. Oh my god, <laughs> he will be. I, I told you, I, I, I want to be there. I want to. Be <laughs> I'll make sure I bring it up to him and make him. That would be so fun. Extremely upset, Chadwick. So you've been absolutely phenomenal. Thank you so much for your time. You're the absolute best, and um. I'm excited for 2021 with y'all. It's a really fun squad. Thank you. Um, like I said, thank you for having me on. It's always a pleasure. I love interacting with people. Um, conversations are important to have, whether, you know, but um, like you said, I'm very excited too for the next season. I can't wait. 
just um, working out, waiting for the waiting for the call to, to go back to the States. So um, I'm, I'm going to keep it warm here for you guys, you know? Yeah, Thank we'll you. definitely, we'll definitely see you soon. Thanks again. Thank you, Jess. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Balk Talk Podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe for free on your podcast provider. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois.